This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is Action Jackson, ladies. Gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nazar. I'm your gracious host, alongside me, Mr. Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm fine, man. It's a, it's really nice to hear from you. Um, we have a special guest, Mr. John McCarowitz. Welcome back, John. What's up, guys? How you doing? I've been better. <laughs> so we, uh, we just resumed uh, an experience. We watched a movie together. Is, was, can it be considered a movie if it's completely incomprehensible? Yes, yes. Have you seen Lost Highway? Mm. Um, this is sort of like the Lost Highway of action films. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Axon Jackson. Carl Weathers' uh, first starring role. And maybe arguably last. I think only. Yeah. Um, at least, he, I mean, he killed it. He did a great job. So we're going to do... Uh, we're gonna do all. We're gonna do just Action Jackson for the rest, of the, just the rest of the show. <laughs> the next twenty podcasts. You guys familiar with what the movie Microscope is? You're talking to me. Yeah, it's a I, show. It's a show where uh, we watch a movie and we take notes and we get really deep, insightful. Uh, we kind of share uh, the deepest, darkest facts from the film. We dig, dig deep. We zoom. We zoom in. We find those little moments that make or break. For example. If we were talking about Jack the Bear, we wouldn't be talking about the scene where Danny DeVito wipes his ass clean off. We talk about the little <laughs> moments. Uh, and in Action Jackson is a film featuring so many little moments, just rife with them. <laughs> it's directed by a, a, a filmmaker you guys who listen to the movie Microscope are familiar with, Craig R. Baxley, who directed Stone Cold. Right, film we did earlier. As a film he did later. He did that after this. Mm-hmm. This was just this was this was he was kind of peaking early, and yeah. you know making his best film before he went on to do <laughs> Stone Cold and I Come in Peace. Did he, did he only do three movies? He, no, he did more than that. Stunt, former stunt man, stunt stunt guy. He he didn't direct for a while, but did you hear he's Baxley? No. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Um, So, what do you think about a film that features Craig R. and Craig T. Brownwall? It's the only time he comes before Craig T. is alphabetically. (laughs) Craig T. Nelson is the villain in this film. 
He is. I think that's a refreshing change of pace. Got a nice villain haircut, as Justin pointed out, too. He had bad guy hair in this. Bad guy hair, for sure. That was back in the 80s when all you had to do was dye somebody's hair platinum blonde and they were villain. Or was it was it blonde or was it gray? But he it slicked back. That's what. Mm-hmm. That's how you knew he's he's up to no good. Just taking time to slick back his hair. That and when he's killing people left and right. <laughs> also. It's got an actually a kind of a diverse cast, kind of a who's who of eighties right. staples. Why don't you uh, tick them off? Well, you got Ed O'Ross. You certainly killed. ticked me off by playing this movie tonight. Ed O'Ross gets killed before the uh, credits from Red Heat and uh, a variety of other films. He gets shot with a grenade launcher in the chest and shot out of a building, and he falls on fire. Into apparently people having dinner down below, <laughs> and Mary Ellen Trainer. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a Joe Silver who produced this movie. He she's she in a was lot married of to somebody. Maybe Joe Silver. Maybe so, or or Zemeckis. Or You're something. right. Maybe Zemeckis because she yeah, but she's in Lethal Weapon, right? Wasn't yep. she show? Yeah, him? she's yeah. a psychologist, mm-hmm. right? She didn't make it either. She dies in that, doesn't she? Well, it's they hard to tell. Her. She got kicked through a glass wall. Oh, in the movie, she gets, in this, oh, she gets she killed. killed. Yeah. But in Lethal Weapon Three, they kill off like half the department. She doesn't. No, she doesn't die. She shows up like in the third one, I think. Uh, this, I was where just talking, they all died. Yeah, let's talk about the third one. <laughs> I thought the second one was when they all died. No, the third one was where they blow. Up the, which is the toilet explosion? No, wait, that's the second the one. The second one. But I thought the second one was the one. No, yeah. the second one that they because at the end Riggs is naming the cops as he shoots. The bad guy, and that's the one. That's the end of the second one. Okay. What about Lethal Weapon Four? <laughs> Remember that one? I would say I like Jet four. Lee? Yeah, I like four more than three, though. Yeah, I think three is worse. I don't know. I think this movie we watched tonight was worse. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> let's not compare. <laughs> Zoom zoomed in right there. Oh, those are this is worse than the Lethal Weapon. <laughs> no, it's a bold statement. So you apparently, know, apparently but, this came about because on the set of Predator. Joel Silver and uh, Carl Weathers were just shooting the breeze about how much they like black exploitation films, and then they just this happened like six months later, and it's very obvious. I it hope was someday, put together in about I hope six someday months. they get to do their black exploitation movie. <laughs> so that's that's how this came about. Yeah, that's how it came about. Um, they just hit it off bad, on the set of Predator. It's bad to get a white guy to direct a black exploitation film. His first film too. Yeah, they got the whitest guy around. Let's. Um, they said let's kick off. An amazing franchise. <laughs> the Action Jackson franchise. Actually, if you look at it on paper, it looks like it could be yeah, of course. kind of a seminal. It's hard to get a movie like this that wrong. You know, I mean it's like it's Are pretty... you saying they got some stuff wrong? <laughs> it's pretty like <laughs> there's not a whole lot of action movies where there's a like a, a kind of a longish joke about a jar of testicles. <laughs> <laughs> it's his balls. It's actually one of my favorite parts. So out of place. Yeah, of course. It is so out of place. It doesn't make any sense on any level. Like, why would these pull hall thugs, like, main thing just be cutting off guys' balls? And keeping it in a... And keeping them in a joke. And then why would, like, the, the hotelier, like, know that? He's like, oh, yeah, his balls are down, yeah. down in the bowl. Pool they've, they've been showing it to people. <laughs> it's, it's kind of bad form to put balls in an armoire. Yeah. Right? The lion, the witch, and well, the ball sack. It's not bad form. It's like it's actually kind of should be in a ball. Good and the funny thing was the only thing in there. Like, were they saving room for future balls? Yes, yes. That was just like that was their first. It was a it, what, what, it was it, kind of bear. It was a bear, and there was yeah. It was just like they it had almost nothing in it, but it had a jar of balls. a jar of testicles. I like how they have the lethal weapon. They do the uh, Evil Dead joke in that movie in the post credits. 
What? They open up the armoire and there's a spot where the balls used to be, and there's the silhouette of the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a, that movie was so bad. So Robert Davi's in this. <laughs> Robert <laughs> Davi, Bill Duke, Thomas oh. F. Wilson, yeah. uh, Sharon Stone. Vanity, yeah, Sharon Stone, uh, Vanity, uh, aforementioned Craig T. Al Young, Leong, Al Young. The yeah. guy from Die Hard, who that guy, yeah, that one. couple people from Die Hard, a couple like yeah, the the, the cronies, the limo driver, and then yeah, one of the henchmen. So I never realized those guys were called the Invisible Men until the credit sequence. Yeah. That would have been that a was nice their ad. gang name, right? So the bad, so Craig T. Nelson has a uh, a shadowy group of assassins, and they are they're called the Invisible Men. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Um, and so the movie kicks off with them committing a murder, and then every once in a while they'll pop up and and, and Just murder. And yeah. just kind of over the top murder somebody. Yeah, over the top. Not a lot of subtlety to this. No, no. There's, and they have grenade launchers. They have like some blowing up yachts. One of them is butterfly like a knife butterfly guy. knife guy. One of them is a great grenade launcher guy. There's also a guy with a bow and arrow because that one guy gets shot he with an arrow. Had, yeah, there's a guy with bow and arrow guy. Um, and then the guy with a wig. <laughs> <laughs> that blonde hair is so. There is a guy that has just. Uh, uh, just a, a big blonde like Motley Crue wig. I don't think it's a wig, honestly. It's probably not a I wig. Think but I think it's I, just that era. I mean, if you look at half the metal bands of the era, they look like that. But I his know, hair but looked pretty fake. Yeah, it'd probably not be the best look for somebody in the group called the Invisible Men because as soon as you see that guy, you're like, there's that guy with the hair again. <laughs> there's a guy I recognize completely. Can you imagine like being in a movie <laughs> like the only movie you're in? It's a highlight of your life, and it, it's. Fucking action, Jackson, Jackson. You have to like show. You have to watch it with people. So there I am. What? Okay, just off the top of your head, what is the most fictitious part of this movie? Well, when he does a front flip over that taxi's <laughs> probably up there. That's like the moment I remembered from this movie. That, and I actually did kind of remember the you, balls. You called it happen. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I liked when he throws that drug dealer from out a window in one building into a window. <laughs> that's in a great next that's, door. That's actually great. But what's the what, what did you say? What's the most fictitious fictitious thing. part? I'm gonna go with the part they say that Robert Davi was on the track team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see that either. Robert Davi, man. Was this after so they, he was after License to Kill? Had to be before, right? This was like 90. 90 no, I think, I think it, 91. it had to be 80s. No, no, no. This was right after Predator. I'm telling Holy you, it's shit. like 90. Predator 91. was 87, right? Um, I bet Predator was like 88, 89. I'll be damned. This movie cost 7 million and made 20 million. No, you're right. 88. My bad. All right, Paul Abdul was the film choreographer. I'm going to zoom in real quick there. <laughs> wow. Straight zooming. Okay, so why don't we just talk about like what's the plot? What's the well? I mean, if they didn't, why should we? (laughs) They barely mentioned the plot. I mean, other than union guys, like like Craig T. Nelson's like a John Delorean kind of guy, I guess. Yeah, Uh, I took him more as like a little higher end than that, right? I mean, Elon Musk. He seemed to be doing all right for (laughs) himself. (laughs) Probably akin to Elon Elon Musk. Craig T. Nelson plays Elon like an Elon Elon Musk type character. I mean, they both have weird hair. They both are into space. That's true. The, the car takes off into outer space in that commercial. <laughs> Named this car after Comet. Haley's Comet, yeah. right? <laughs> and they pronounce it Holly's. I always thought it was Haley's Comet. No, it's Haley's. That is correct. So they said they get the name wrong in her? So, so 
union guys are getting killed. Mm-hmm. They barely explain that they're union, but right? They but say it. They say it enough. A couple. Well, up. yeah, but it, not necessarily until like 30 minutes in, 25 mm-hmm. minutes in. Yeah, you don't know why they're getting killed, yeah. Right. And then, you know, it's kind of fairly obvious it's Craig T. Nelson, who's the car manufacturer behind it. But I still have no fucking idea it, why he was behind. Not it. only that, could there be a guy who is more obviously guilty? I mean, is there any <laughs> doubt? And the guy already is a multimillionaire, a handful of times over, influential, has power. Yeah. So I mean, there probably was a way he could have gone about. Well, that's this. how he got the power. I think that's what just, just constantly just, murdering people yeah. and blowing them up. Oh yeah. Well, and I'm just saying, like, you feel like he would have been caught up with it at that point already because he was pretty brazen about it. So he's he uh, is doing all this crime. He runs he. He has a history with our hero, Action Jackson, who put, or I'm sorry, Jericho Jackson, nickname, codenamed, codenamed Action. Action. Yeah. Uh, and then he, uh, Jericho had put his son in the slammer. Remember? And I he, feel like they mentioned he tore his arm he off. He hurt him. Yeah, yeah, he hurt him. Nearly tore his arm. And so well, he, he said a, something about having another arm. He's got a spare. He got, got a spare. spare that's right. right. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so they have a bit of a history, uh, you know, and it got. Jackson, Jackson, Jackson demoted. And was he the kid was like like a rapist or something? Yeah, it doesn't really explain. I think he was too. He's unnecessarily. They said he was a creep. Rough. Yeah, so the kid was bad and, and he's in jail. But I think and he got raped in jail apparently. Yeah, but I think Action Jackson hurt him a little bit too much in that demote. It made and it really hurt Craig T. Nelson's feelings. Well, and Action Jackson not. said that if he did what this kid did, he would castrate himself. So he must have been up to something with his, you know, his pants. Yeah. So um, they do have a pretty great euphemism for uh, what is it? Erection in this? What is it? Am I, is that right? What is this the movie? Yeah. Well, yeah. I know there was There's, a scene. The last Vanity, two movies we did, they 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 spoke about erections weirdly. Well, yeah. Vanity was singing, and he she said, "How about a standing ovation?" And he's like, "You got one." I already got. One. Yeah, that's he's the, talking about. That's during her performance of Faraway Eyes. Yeah. But wait, there's another thing. I, the, I that's the one I'm thinking of. There's but there's really. another something. Yeah, I'll, I'll go through my note. Yeah, my you can notes. go through your notebook there. You know when the, the clerk of the hotel goes, my printer. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look that guy up because that's he, something. He, he was he plays an Xboxer now a hotel, uh, I guess a, a Mag- manager magnate, and he uh, has a great voice. He's like a Nick Nolte voice. He's got if Nick Nolte gargled, uh, you know, the Challenger. I mean, he's he's fucking nightmare's voice. It's being a nightmare. <laughs> anyway, there's a so anyway, so that's the plot is that there's a cop now on the trail of this Craig yeah. T. Nelson and his his uh the best part of the film, I think, is a name on the door. Oh, Armbruster? Yes. <laughs> Earl, Earl Armbruster. Arm now that they named this movie Action Jackson and there's someone in the movie called Earl Armbruster. That that is your hero, right? I mean, played by Bill Duke too. He's yeah. kind of he's no slouch. He's kind of a badass. It's like a, a kind of a weird version of. I'm, I don't know that I've seen Bill Duke that young and soft spoken yeah. before. You think Joe Silver at the, in the this is a failure that he was like, oh, we should have made Armbruster, you know? Because Bill he lost weight between Predator and this movie. Bill Duke did because he was a Zoom lot skinnier, in. don't you think? You he was and he was big in Commando. Yeah, he looks skinny. He zoomed in. He went on the um, Cape Fear diet. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Did he direct a Rage in Harlem? Bill Maybe. Duke? I think he did. Yeah. He directed I some still, stuff. I still love that movie. He's great. Did you ever play with the G.I. Joe Legos? 
Yeah. Did you ever build Duke? All right, let's check my notes. <laughs> you know, I mean, Carl Weathers. He's, he's the thing is, he's good. He's a good actor in the Rocky movies, and in, he's not. Yeah, he's not a bad actor. It, there was no screenplay. Bottom line, I mean, it was just like <laughs> there was. There was some really corny jokes. I, I think the screenwriter really went hard on. So, the who jokes. do you blame then, the screenwriter or the director? I mean, because the movie is almost incomprehensible. I blame. I blame. I blame Jesus himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, and you Only know what's God funny is Carl Weathers should have played this role blacker. Like he plays it. It's like it's like it's. It seems like it's almost written for a white guy. Mm. The way I mean, if you're gonna be a black exploitation movie, that's what. Yeah, yeah, own it. Right. I mean, he's such a such a. I mean, you look at the people that are in this movie. Mm-hmm. They've got like they've got some. They've got personality and all that. Even Bill Duke would have been better. Yeah. Carl Weathers plays it so clean and yeah. so pristine. It kind of takes some of the fun out of it. Like my, look at what Michael Jai White did with Black Dynamite. I mean, that was he he was perfect. Carl Weathers might be a better actor than Michael Jai White, and he could just he just didn't get. The I'm tone. not so sure about that. Nowadays, you're right. Yeah, I'd say yeah. nowadays, but I guess this, uh, Carl Weathers is in the Mandalorian, so we'll we'll see in a couple couple Carl months. Carl Weathers huh? got a great name, by the way. Yeah, he he was. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame he's not a meteorologist. It is. Yeah. He was great on Arrested Development. And, and Happy was. Gilmore was he in Happy Gilmore? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he played himself on Arrested Development, and there was some ham, ham bones. Yeah, he was too. always he was always obsessed with like food on that show, like yeah. getting food or. It's like you take that bone, put it in some. Is water, that what it was? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a bowl of soup. Broth or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. It's always like yeah, they got a yeah, bowl of soup funny. going. Um, yeah, I mean, he was also the Umbrella Man on uh, Walking Dead. So you got the the one thing this this movie gets right is names. Names are great. Pretty great in this movie. You got Armbruster, I mentioned. Jericho Jackson's not bad. Mm-hmm. The bad guy is named Peter Delaplane. Yeah, that's pretty good. Delaplane's like a, a good name. Yeah. Uh, so the the screenwriter, that's his. That's his thing. But that's his. Yeah. So that's his skill, right? That's his top skill. Is he? He's good with names. They should pair him up with someone that's good with story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he did write Demolition Man down the line. I know. I well, mean, Demolition he, Man is good. Demolition Man's great, but I'm sure he got rewrote to death. Yeah, for sure. Because well, Demolition Man was a movie that was long in development. Demolition yeah. Man's got like a lot of corny jokes, too, but they work. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. This has a lot of corny jokes that really fall flat, I think. Except for the one about the balls. <laughs> that, they're balls, and then a guy hits him in the back with a glass or something, oh, and yeah. it knocks him out That somehow. reminded me of a, of a fight that I saw one time where... So in the movie, they he goes uh, Action Jackson goes to to interrogate some. We never really clear what he's doing. Yeah, but he's, it's never very he's clear. He's interrogating what's some in people or trying to find somebody. It also has a great name, uh, the Papa Doc. Papa oh, yeah. Doc. Yeah, he's trying to find this guy named Papa Doc, and he starts asking questions, and then gets tricked. They take him into a back room. That's when they show him this armoire with a jar of balls in it, <laughs> and. Jackson Jackson There's laughs. There's actually a little dick meat hanging from it, too. Is there some a little dick, dick meat? So, yeah. That's a nice touch. And then... Uh, Whoever did the special effects oh. really went the extra mile on that yeah. one. Yeah. And so... Uh, and then when Action Jackson laughs, because the, the guy points to him, he laughs, and then uh, he says, it's just balls or something like that. <laughs> and he hits him with a bottle in the back. Yeah. But then it's he like knocks, apparently so, knocks him out. And it's so cowardly. And I, it reminded me of a fight I saw in Chicago once I was outside. I was at a bar, and... There's a fight broke out in the street, and these two people were tussling. And out of like the crowd, this guy comes out, runs toward the fight with a bottle, and 
and chickens out at the last minute. He's going to break it over someone's mm-hmm. someone's head and drops it, and it falls right beside the guy's head. So he he was doing like the most cowardly action and couldn't go, and then go he, through and then with he, it. And then he won- cowered so it out, yeah. and that's fine. I mean, I'm glad he didn't hit the guy with the bottle, but mm-hmm. it reminded me a little bit of that scene. Zoom in, yeah. You can zoom zoom out now. I was yeah. in Chicago. Zoom in. What were you doing? <laughs> Just watching. I well, I it's a fight broke. I didn't know what was going on. How many people were in the fight? Just two, and then that guy. I guess that guy tried to participate. He didn't. Thought better quite. of it. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted. If that guy's listening, <laughs> don't do that. Microscope. Twenty five years later, you're a piece of shit. You dropped a bottle. Yeah. Yeah, it's um. There's some funny moments in it, to be sure, though. Um, towards the end there, when they're torturing or preparing to torture Action Jackson, yeah, and they reference barbecue. And then he asked that guy later on when the tables have turned, and he's got the grenade launcher. You mentioned barbecue. How do you like your ribs? And then right. shot him in the chest he with, a grenade, him in the with a grenade launcher. Yeah. That's pretty fucking funny. I don't understand the henchman that he fights changing teams. I don't remember how that happens. That guy was in the henchman. That was the little punk kid who steal wall steals wallets. And no, stuff. no, the guy who a uh, uh, Mr. Ed guy. Oh no, Mr. Ed was just a body. Oh, he was just Destiny's bodyguard. He was actually he was the oh so yeah so he. It still makes no sense. Like, like why the where did he even show come from? Vanity's why did why was he there? Destiny, Va- Vanity. My bad. Whatever. No, was Desti- what was her name in the Our movie? Destiny was the uh, yard. What was her name in the movie? If it's Destiny, I. It's not. So. Oh. I don't. Uh, maybe it's Destiny. No, I, I have no idea. I, maybe maybe you're right. So. Sydney. Sydney. Sorry. <laughs> same oh, isn't there the same a boxer thing. called Sydney in this too? This maybe. is such a weird movie. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> so it's great. Anyway, that guy that we're talking about. So there's a big, big guy that teams up with um, with Action Jackson, and he says that he's like 270 or something. Because I'm 270. I'm, he looks like he's about 450 yeah. pounds, and uh, he teams up with Action Jackson at the end. But um, he's he's kind of a good guy from the beginning because he gets paid by Craig T. Nelson, but he's worried about uh, you know vanity. Like he's worried what's happening to her, so you know he's even though he works for Craig T or at least it works under him, he's on to his bullshit. And so when he teams up with our hero at the end, it's not a surprise. Everybody, he's got a good soul, you know. But when he when so you, you no hint or preview that he's going to be at the main scene, right? And he's about maybe oh. ten feet up on the second level mm-hmm. platform. Yeah, he jumps down. And we've already learned early in the movie he weighs 275. He comes falling down 10 feet, lands on his feet, and in the air yells out, I'm Mr. Ed. <laughs> it's amazing. I bet this And I like it because when he hits the ground, too, that the invisible men who throughout the movie have been portrayed as these, like, sort of like just, you know, peak assassins, just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Stand around and wait a few seconds for him to get situated. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. It's not smart. So what about, okay, so the henchmen, we're talking about the invisible men, which are these mm-hmm. assassins, and the second person that they kill, or at least the second oh, big I, guy. Oh, okay, because the beginning, that scene, they, they're they sort of invisible. Like right. They keep hiding. Or they keep hiding. And so, so stupid. And so then the second big, like, guy they kill, they kill his, he's on a boat, they kill his security, and then they slap real quickly. This is whoever this guy, what is, I don't know, he's the, um, he's like a, you know, business guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. You nailed it. They slap a briefcase on his, uh, you know. Uh, it was the union. He was like yeah, the union, union boss. Guy. Yeah. They, they handcuff a briefcase to him. He quickly, it put, you know, punch him, handcuff. Mm-hmm. He opens it. It's a bomb that's going off in nine seconds. Mm-hmm. 
and eight of those nine seconds he gives a no face it's yep. like a too no. long no face like they keep he says it he says no and then there's like three seconds left mm-hmm. and, and then those guys are already halfway across the river <laughs> and those guys are quick <laughs> on the boat they're out of there yeah it's, it's 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 this, interesting. It has all of the ingredients for one of the movies that people love from that era, though. You think about like the diehards and the Lethal Weapons and all that. It has all the ingredients. It just shits all shits all over them. <laughs> well, and the, here's here's the thing that that's bothered me, and I think you guys will agree. Um, <laughs> Everything. It, actually, Jackson at one point goes to his house, his apartment or his house. And he's got a parrot. I didn't notice. Yeah, he's got a bird. The. Can I know its name, please? It doesn't. It's never. It's never illustrated. Yeah, it's just like Brian Barsworth. We knew the name of his Komodo dragon. Exactly. Yeah. I learned it from Craig R. Baxter. Learned from his mistakes. But also, there's a. He also has like a mannequin in his house. Yeah. Like a, of a. It looks like, it, it like a maid. It's his acting coach. <laughs> it's like a father of the bride. Bride. His his, uh, his three uh, men in a baby situation. Oh, it's like it's a, a goddamn ghost? ghost hanging out. Does 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 uh? It doesn't. Jackson Jackson at no point in the movie does he ever act like a person that owns a parrot or a person that exists. <laughs> it doesn't act like a human being. He's really good about kind of <laughs> keeping a low profile once he's a murderer according to the law. He's like, oh, that's his car. Let's go see him. Yeah. So yeah. So Sharon Stone's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Greg T. Nelson's wife, victim, mm-hmm. and she he later kills her because you know why not, and um, pins her death on uh, on Action Jackson, and so he's on the he's in, he's an invaded invasive mode, evasive mode for the most of the movie, but he's not really he's not no he's yeah. just hanging out he's in looking he's for kind of balls doing at the hall mode, and by the way, so that that guy steals his wallet. <laughs> then says "fuck a duck," and then four <laughs> seconds later he goes, "We got to go see Papa Duck." Why? The, the, why was that in the movie? <laughs> like, why did they show Fuck a guy a steal his wallet and it never came back again? That's true. Again, so yeah. So this guy on the street, uh, he steals, he mugs, he, he just he he pickpockets. He doesn't mug him. Action <laughs> yeah, Jackson doesn't mug him. him. He pickpockets him. And then the next thing he goes, "Have you seen my wallet?" Yeah. I think that that whole scene—that's the vanity. last that's brought up. <laughs> You're that mad about? You know, it. he says, "Did you steal my wallet?" To her, <laughs> that's what he He's says. Like, hey, baby, did you steal my wallet? Have you seen? I think he says, "Have you have you seen?" That, that no, would he be said, great. You steal my wallet if they if because she loses her purse. I mean, the only thing I could figure is maybe he wallet. had planned to flash his wallet to the guys who were yeah. later showing him the balls, but since he didn't have it, he just. Just like, well, I just won't bring up a because. Well, the thing is, I think the scene is intended to have him, uh, have him and her have a little banter. By the way, can we talk about the the scene in the salon? I still can't figure out what the oh. fuck happened there. Oh. That that that's, were, that's her, the worst scene. So she's it was not inform- the worst scene. It's the worst scene in that movie. By it a is long not. Stretch. I couldn't understand what she was saying. She was, she like was talking. To, slang. She was recounting, but she was like talking about how, how is, everybody what's died. What's the worst scene? Oh, that one for sure. Don't make me choose. <laughs> that is by far the worst scene. That is not the worst scene. They actually had that. You guys didn't like that that woman, but she actually was no, brought a little acting I don't like flavor to the movie. It was just this monologue that was unnecessary that you could barely understand. My I zoom in? Yeah, the whole movie is unnecessary. It's hard to like find an unnecessary moment that rivals the others. Uh, you didn't like it because it was set in the barbershop. No, I, did, I just it didn't make sense. It's all of a sudden he goes to the salon, and and has a person speak exposition yeah, for it, like three in. minutes. I was in. Yeah, whole movie doesn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> it was uh, 
It got, and, sh- it got Sharon Stone paid. And uh, so there's a there's a there's a part in this movie this is, that is Amazing. Act, Action Jackson goes to the precinct looking for Sharon Stone. Finds a note. I think this is what happens. There's a note there. Starts reading it. This cop hands it to him. His Bill Duke comes out as his uh, his um, his boss and says, "Where where the hell is that? Where the hell is Jackson?" And they and cut his, back, and the it, notes twirling in the it, air. Yeah, it's a, it's like a cartoon. It's like a little Warner Brothers cartoon. <laughs> you didn't like that spinning in the air? No, I love that. <laughs> of course, I love it's, that. There, it tries so things, hard. It tries so hard to be cute. There's like two the things I liked about the that kid scene. that is scared of him fainting all the time. I know, it's ridiculous. There's two things I liked about that scene: twirling note. Yeah, and Carl Weathers wasn't in frame. <laughs> That's my, um, yes, he the, does drive a car into a house upstairs and down a hallway. Yes, and he, well, he recreates the commercial. The Haley, yeah, he does not. So he tries. Carl Weathers had high hopes this would be a franchise, yeah. and apparently they released one of his other movies in Germany under the title Action Jackson Two, uh, the movie uh, Rocky Three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Dangerous Passion, which I have not also not seen. Yeah. So maybe I'll be surprised by Nick in a couple months <laughs> when I come by for it. Act like a gentleman and I get shown that bullshit. I promise I won't do that. <laughs> Nick sprung this movie on us. Yeah, well, it was going to be this or Outland. And I it was figured, actually this or Demolition Man. Well, Demolition and I was, was sort of excited about Demolition you Man. Didn't, and you, you, didn't know that they, for us. you didn't know that they had the same writer. Like John pointed that out. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. That makes me seem smarter, but no. Um, I just wanted to watch something like this. I wanted something like this. And when I saw it was on sale, I had to I had to pull the trigger on it. Are you sure it was on sale, or is that just what it costs? <laughs> <laughs> they have this new... I, I, <laughs> it's actually... iTunes <laughs> price has recently raised. <laughs> iTunes has a, has a sale right now going on called Movies That It Costs More Than They're Worth. <laughs> If, uh, if you paid four ninety nine for this, you paid too much. I did not. There was a. It was funny because I was like, it's I, the least I've ever paid to see this film. <laughs> <laughs> did you see it in theaters? Saw it in theaters, and I saw it on video. What I, brought you I, out to the movie theater to see it? Probably my dad. Yeah. Do so you did, guys, do you guys follow um, Craig R. Baxley? Do you follow? Uh, <laughs> do you follow someone uh, just bought Action Jackson on iTunes on Twitter? No. They just had their first post. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the person, someone la- someone accused somebody of laughing at their own jokes. Yeah, well, you just did. Just and that's now. all I do. That's it. That's in the movie. I didn't realize that the Mission Impossible technology really existed. Because when I bought it, my credit cards incinerated. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Jobs' face came out of the screen. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Now I can rest. That's why Steve Jobs stopped taking his cancer medication because he realized he had created a network that would allow this movie to be sold. We don't know why they decided to do away with iTunes. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, Sharon Stone. She's beautiful. Nice, nice surprise in this movie. Yeah, this was kind of a. This had to, to be see her. Yeah, one of her first. Yeah, right, it had to be. This is like her. No, grease. she was on TV. It's like her right grease too. Before this, <laughs> this is like her grease too. Yes, I think that's been said. <laughs> Many times. Let's 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 look at her old Sharon Stone up. Hey, you don't need to look her up. We know. I'm just gonna see. Yeah, we want to see what's up. A specialist. I mean, I. I've you never. got you got Sliver. 
I mean, I know I know what classic she's been in. Yeah, I'm just talking. What, what, where does this fall in her filmography, or as they say, filmog? What do you think? I mean, so she had been around for a while. Now that we're looking at it. Oh, really? She's been around before before this. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was in. Name them. Yeah. Name them, bro. All right, man. Name them. Her big debut was something where she was eye candy. <laughs> Zoom in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she started off with Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. Nice. Saw that. Then went to Above the Law. That's then right. Action that's Jackson. One. Yeah, Above the Law. Oh, you're kind of... Then yeah. Total Recall. I mean, you're leaving out a lot. That's when it really took off. She had done stuff before that, though. I mean, she was, was like in... Selected filmography. She was in King Solomon... She's that, in th- that franchise before this. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was selected. Yeah. I gotta you just called this a franchise. No, Alan Quarterman. Yeah. There's two of those movies. Is that Richard Chamberlain? a anyway. huge mistake she's 61 though it still looks good yep she was great in uh, Mosaic oh the uh, Soderbergh, Soderbergh. Yeah, I loved it you know yeah. what I didn't see it and I, he- I heard that the app version yeah. of it's amazing yeah, and then yeah. They, they canceled it so I never saw it so I you can't get the app anymore. No, you can't. Interesting. But did you do the app, or did you? I did. I did about halfway through the app, but I just found it easier just to turn on the. Uh, at what I'm point? Watch it. At what point of mosaic do they pan over to to see the creeper? <laughs> uh, yeah, she was in Stardust Memories. That was her kind of first thing, but it was a small role, <laughs> bunch of TV. Mosaic. <laughs> 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 ceiling bodies. <laughs> ceiling bodies. Calendar Girl Murders. Little, uh, little uh, nice Easter egg in this movie. Which uh, for a better foam, oh. marquee. Oh, Creepazoids. Yeah, pretty great. Pretty great that Creepazoids gets uh, a little marquee. I don't think that was in it. Two brown walls for this one. This is a two brown wall film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the guys in the pool hall, what was their deal? Like, how did they relate to this movie? Uh, it's, there's no way. There's no way to know. Yeah. He was looking for Papa Doc, right? But what did Papa Doc have anything to do? Because right. I like how, like in this, in the in the reality of this movie, the informant just knows everything about everything. What well, did you know? Did you know the like his one informant knows about Della Pratt's goings on, but it, presumably he knew Della, about Della Plain. Della Plain, sorry, Della Pratt would have been a better. He's in Guardians. Della Pratt. Mm. Mm. Um, did you speaking know... of bad scenes, the informant at the barbershop. So bad. So did you did you know why they killed Papa Duck's Papa Doc's balls are in the? Because uh, because like he told, like a, he was like a library of books. Congress for them, yeah. but like a lot of libraries, they're open to the public. His books are open to the public. It's a great line. Kills it. Is. It is. Um, Papa Doc talked too much. I thought he it took a turn because I thought he was going to say like a lot of libraries. His balls are now in our back room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert Davi, uh, handsome man. <laughs> He's sweating. Thank, in thank this. God the film's not in 4K. And <laughs> Joel Silver's movies—they just pump smoke in. Is that the deal? Yeah, that was a big. That was a big 80s thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie's particularly egregious because nobody smokes in it. So it's well, like vanity. I never saw one person smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Come Fanny comes. Uh, She's a. She's it's beautiful. A, she's a shame, man. They, they, she gets. A, they tell her to do a lot of uh, like comedic acting. comedic shit in the in the margins of Carl Weathers looking so she, like caramel that's she, been shaped into a man. Yeah. She's got she's got more lines than he does for sure. She has to she has to 
uh, act like she's high, mm-hmm. which not she very does. well. She does okay. Yeah. At it. I think she's okay at it. I mean, we, we recently did. He was um, in Chicago about you know twenty years ago. He saw a guy that was high on the street. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't know that we, heroin high in like in her version of high, right? The same kind of high. She yeah, because one part she goes to sleep, and the, one, the first time she does it, she goes to street sleep. She strips off. And what's fun is and that the next time she's bounced off the wall. So he goes to see the concert. And her concert. Her yeah, and they never explain why he knows singer. that. Let's define a concert. <laughs> well, there was musicians there. <laughs> I'm just saying, so he goes to the show, but they never explain why he knows that she would know the guy. I guess he's, we hey. just assume that, oh, he must I know think that we the guy owns a little, the club or whatever. I think we were talking over some of the plot, to be fair. I think he might have been there because of her connection to Craig T. That's Right, but how would he know she had a connection to Craig I mean, he's Craig a cop. He knows. He's a detective. I know. I'm he's just smart. saying. But he, he, he's action jacked. Okay, so he's there. They don't say his name enough, by She's the way. immediately singing just to him. You know, well, it's right. true. Carl Withers is a handsome man. And then, you know, he knocks down the door with the big fat guy. Should have been knocking down those right? boots. And then she's basically yelling at him to fuck, him, fuck her the rest of the night. Just like I said. It's just the most... Absolutely bonkers. She didn't yell. I mean, I'd say she she put it nicely. She was in bed. She said, "Do you want to fuck me?" And but even when said, they're no. driving, she's like, they "You're yell. boring. Like, why haven't you fucked so me yet?" Th- this is what I liked about that scene is that she's roasting Carl Weathers like in the car. Yeah, she's really like she like turns it on. Like she just yeah, and she does. She's pretty effective. She's got some good zingers in there. Two um, of them. Did you <laughs> did you write them down? <laughs> I didn't. I don't think. Uh, I just my whole note. My note. All my notes were like, "There's balls in a jar." That's what I'm, I'm just looking. At. I just put that a lot. Testicles, which I think I spelled wrong. Um, it's great. Do you think Carl Weathers got with a screenwriter often and said, "Like, we need to figure out more ways to get me with my shirt off in the movie"? Because um, there was any opportunity. Like the second he got caught, the first thing the bad guys would do is take his shirt off. I don't think this movie had a screenwriter so much as it had a maybe a screen magician, a screen suggester, <laughs> a caretaker. <laughs> Um, I like uh, the, one of my favorite parts of, of of the film was when Vanity, who hasn't had drugs for like twenty four hours, is is jonesing for her next hit, fix her fix, and she complains to Carl Weathers. She says, "I you know I feel sick. I feel like uh, you know my you know whatever my my stomach. I feel hungry. My teeth are hollow. All that stuff." She goes through. With with describing withdrawal, he goes. I felt that way once. It's called love. <laughs> I thought that particularly doesn't work for someone who is addicted to drugs. What was and interesting though is her response was going, "Yeah, I am in love with you." She took it as yeah. a her. She it's took like, it as yeah. a pickup line. She mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, that's that is cute." Basically, suffering from detox. Yeah, she's going with withdrawal. But it's the same thing. Withdrawal, but it's the same you. thing as love. Yeah. But I mean, that's nice of him, Carl Weathers. Yeah. What I love, too, is at the end, when it's all resolved, she goes, yeah, it's, I quit cold turkey. She's like, bitch, quit. it's been like three hours. <laughs> he goes, I, I think we it. need to get a couple days. Like, maybe I, a fe- couple I felt that way, here. too. It's called cum. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there, didn't the first cop who goes into bust, what's his name? Earl Busthauser? <laughs> well, we could say that. That's fine. Whatever his name is. Uh, Bill Duke's character. Armbruster. Talks about a protein injection or something. Oh God! Yeah, remember that? It wasn't him. Some there was like no, there it was, was a white. It was Carl Weathers' yeah. old former partner, the white guy. But yeah. he said something about a I protein. I wrote that down. If you give me a minute, it says uh, fusion protein, protein pickup. 
Protein Gave her the pick. old protein pickup, <laughs> I think, as he puts and it. And when Biff is riding around with his partner early in the movie, Biff and he Tannen. says, my house was a real fuck-o-rama last yeah, night. <laughs> Biff from uh, Back to the Future's in this, yeah. So It's Thomas F. Wilson. Yeah. He's a serious actor. You shouldn't just treat him as Biff. Looking young in this. Yep. He was great and informant. It's the only other thing Wasted I've seen him in. Wasted his youth on this one. I've seen him in three movies now. This is the third. Oh, the format you said. Yeah, you, you saw him, him in that. three Back to the, the Future informant. movies. It's a great well. movie. You never, you know, he wasn't three Back to the Future movies. So you've seen him in five movies. Well, it's true. And you've yeah. seen him play 12 roles in those three movies. That's it. That's also true. Mm-hmm. You follow him on Twitter? I yep. don't. You do? Not Biff at You must follow Twitter. a lot of people on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, to follow him, you'd have to, I assume, go through a few hundred other people yeah. first. I follow six. <laughs> Just six people? It's his his uh, handle is the real Thomas F. Wilson 68. <laughs> <laughs> no 69, huh? No. Oh. Mm, too classic for that. Um, Can't believe they let me be in this movie. That, that guy, was, that guy a, was adorable. He was a highlight. Yeah. So the, the guy that played. But he gets to fight Al Leong, and that was fiction as well. That was he does well, little he, cartoon boxers, but dance. he was a boxer. He has a history of of this being this amazing boxer, and that, so he's older, but he he does get his fight scene in, and so he's the manager of the hotel. You we like we all liked him. We can all agree. Oh, he's funny. Yeah, he's pretty good in this. He should have played Action Jackson. Yeah, he has some cute lines. So you have you have little quippy, and then you get a cameo from another predator compatriot. Yeah, Sonny Landham. Right, yeah, he's a big fight scene in this. Yep. He's a drug dealer. He says a lot of bad words in that fight scene. He does. Drops a lot of bad words. He just says fuck you a lot. Of no, he he's about motherfucker. The, the white guy got thrown out the window into the other window? Yeah. yeah. What, what, who was he in that? He was Billy Bear. Oh, really? And he was in 48 Hours. He oh, was wow. the, uh, R. I didn't recognize right? him. R.I.P. Sonny Landon? Yeah. I think he lives. He does not. He lives. He passed. Justin thinks everybody's dead. No, I'm the one who thinks everybody's dead. Thinks everybody's dead. I'm I'm usually right. Sonny Lanham still walks the earth. He does not. R.I.P. <laughs> He's gonna come alive just to prove me right. Um. Anyway, he's got a great name. He's he's, dead. Fun, he's pretty fun in that movie. <laughs> he's dead as fuck. <laughs> just died like a couple years ago. Remember? No, he died. He died yesterday. How'd you know? <laughs> Damn it, poor guy. Let me see what he died of. Look good in this movie. Butterfly knife. <laughs> she know Fats Williams, who's the former boxer the we're talking about, voice. was also in The Terminator. He was a truck driver. He was in Weird Science. Roadhouse. He's got to be dead. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was, don't he was, you worry about that. He's mega fun. dead. That motherfucker died back in 2000. <laughs> He's he's pretty fun in this. He was great. Sixty six years old. A lot of dead people. Way too many dead people. Earth is stacking them up. There's more Zoom people. in. Mary, Mary Ellen Trainer died. This year, really? She's gone. What? She's died. Really? Complications of pancreatic cancer. Oh. And then one when, when uh, she was married to Zemeckis, I bet. I think oh, you're right about that. Uh, she was married to the Goonies. Oh wait, that's no, not right. Yeah, Zemeckis. She was always kind of fun. And stuff. Twenty years together, she was always <laughs> she had a good run. She was always fun and stuff. She was in that um, Tales from the Crypt episode that was really good. With you uh, got to narrow that shit. The down. Santa Claus one, I think. Oh, uh, the first one. Was that the first one? Yeah, it's shit. You don't like that one? Nope. I can't remember if it's good. R.I.P. Man, and Vanity died way young and way bad. Yeah, she was. I don't know. You know, like. 
What? This wasn't an acting showcase. Let's just put it that way. But I guess who do you guys think is the is the most Dead? who comes off the best? Probably Vanity. Who comes off the best in this? Who 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 comes out of this smelling like a rose? Who could get hired again after watching this? Well, film? we know who whose career was. I mean, Sharon Stone's career and Craig T. Nelson's career weren't hurt by this. No. The so, white the white people, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I guess that's a that's a fair estimate. But um, Sharon Stone quite naked in this. Vanity quite naked. In yeah, this. Vanity very much. Yeah. But Sharon Stone got naked, and then she gets killed, and they still required a nude. Scene yeah, that was her. uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. Well, you know. She and she had been in a lot of stuff. Like I thought, maybe this was one of her first things, but it's not. Yeah, looking back, she had been acting for like you 10 know. But years. that was that, that wasn't that was not really a big deal back then. Nudity. Yeah, it was in everything. Remember, how, we've seen a couple of movies for the movie microscope that feature completely unnecessary nudity in it. Yeah, this is this is a big one. Yeah. Totally unnecessary. There was, a, and another big one was Bullet to the Head. I'm not really sure I needed a Craig T. Nelson sex scene, but I got like two of them. Did we really? Well, there's the one with Vanity where he shoots her up with heroin. He didn't ever crawl on top of her in that, though. He just shot her with heroin, and they yeah, kind of got that. creepy. Yeah, but they were kind of making out a little bit, weren't they? Eh. She just got naked then? She was, like, naked in front of him. He required, Remember, he kept talking about how he wanted to be with her, but they never... Yeah, he barely touched right. her. Yeah, but it's I mean, interesting she would get naked just to shoot a heroin. <laughs> well, he, he said... <laughs> that's he, how I do it. He, 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 he That scene was, I need... I need two good reasons to give this to you. That's basically. And he, the, she pulls out her hooters. Yeah, so that's what. So, he so he's was, like, I don't just, I just seeing you naked's enough. That's it. That's what he's. I think that was cut from the script, but I believe that was the line of dialogue. Hmm. Just seeing you naked's enough. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and he says that. In, he in actually the mirror. in the original cut, she pulls the first one. I goes, well, that's one. And then she pulls the other <laughs> one out. And he goes, that's both of them. <laughs> that's balls. <laughs> These are balls. Was this before or after Craig T. Nelson threw up the huge slug in Poltergeist Two? Before. This is so he was throwing up that slug after this. Yeah. Well, I mean, Poltergeist One was in what eighty four, eighty five. I don't remember. And when did we say this is? Eighty eight. Eighty eight. So it's about the same time. Do you He's think throwing he was... slugs in this too, though? <laughs> Do you think he was? <laughs> Throwing up that slug and poltergeist too. That's why I want to know if he's throwing it up. There's like they filmed that shot for three days. He's covered in like KY gel, and he's like, at least I'm not on the set of Action Jackson. No, they're like, think of something that'll make you nauseous. <laughs> and he's like, oh, remember that day when I was on set every day. <laughs> <laughs> he does get a, a, a wide stretch in this movie where he doesn't appear. Like there's a and part- he gets a, and he is sold off as some badass kickboxer in this movie too. Oh, some some amazing cuts to stunt doubles in this movie. But it was so great how there's that scene where Al Luong is watching him just beat up some other guy. Yeah, and then they just like escort this guy to his, his car. Basically, is he was sparring in his house? And yeah. right. I get that, but like there was no pads. No, breaks like, the guy's arm. They, they, yeah, it breaks the guy's. He arm. sucker breaks his arm. He sucker yeah. punch. Sucker breaks his arm. Yeah, he he sucker. It just seems like you film. would run out of sparring partners after a short amount of time if you're breaking always, their arms. You know, I hadn't. He he's wearing a like a sweatshirt with the with his his company's name on it. You know, and that's just you know I haven't not since you know, coach have I seen that man in sweats. You know, yeah, that's true. And he wears them well. I mean, he wears sweats well. Can we? Yeah, we can a, agree on he's that. He's a barrel chested guy. 
how many times do we have to see him start to turn around, cut, and then a real guy turning around and kicking somebody? How many times <laughs> do we have to see that? Craig, all we need for you is to sort of turn around. We'll get the rest every time. And then there were shots where he, we see Craig T. Nelson, and then the foot flies in front of the camera. It's certainly not his foot. How bad is this movie? Good there's Lord. another. There's another scene when uh, Action Jackson is on top of a cab, and they'll. It's a scene where the cab is driving wildly, and they always show him, and they have this huge cab sign on top of the cab the, the, the stunt the stuntman gets to hide his face behind mm-hmm. you know so that's another one and that's actually that's actually was Craig T. Nelson <laughs> and and of course Carl, Carl Weathers is, is making jokes the entire time yeah of course he gets to be a little bit quippy the quips he didn't get enough the, the side characters got most of the jokes he was he he was gifting his uh, he doesn't get a lot of lines in this movie mm-mm he got too many. <laughs> he did get too many. He, he did get, get a lot. He did get the, do you like ribs? <laughs> he does get that. How do you like your or ribs? How do you like That's your ribs? That's pretty great. That guy didn't even get the answer. <laughs> That's what bothered me. What if he said raw? And Not- then when he shot the guy, they cut to somebody actually grilling ribs. They cut at to a party. The guy's yeah. party. That's the kind of visual. It's. I mean, that's the kind visual of visual humor you can expect you know, from Craig Arbeck. We do get to see an example of one of the finest snipers in the business. Taken down by the guy, fucking Christmas lights. The guy hiding in an obvious tree right in the middle of the place. <laughs> Wearing bright red. Yeah. Surrounded by lights. Yeah. <laughs> and then actually Jackson out somehow later. swings from the ground up to the tree. <laughs> or oh, it's just, Do you think Craig, uh, R. Baxter walks around like recently and just goes, oh. Is he related at all to Craig R. Baxley? Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> I can call him Baxter. Craig R. Baxley walks around and, and is like... Um, Oh God! I made Action Jackson and Stone Cold. Yeah, great. I think he feels sick to his stomach. <laughs> I don't think he does. I think he, he's he continued should. to make piece of shit movies for like thirty more years. So I come I in pieces of life. blast. That's a fun movie. Pieces of what? I come in peace. Mm. Is that uh, who's in that? Dolph Lundgren Dolph and Lundgren, Brian Ben Ben. Right. Yeah, Brian Ben Ben. So if you were to distill Action Jackson into one frame, one moment, one. Speaking horrible of, nightmare speaking of Back to the Future John you, you and I can climb into that DeLorean together yeah go back in time back in time hours ago when we agreed to come over here tonight <laughs> cancel that iTunes descri- subscription that Nick has or whatever the, it's a credit card distill it I mean obviously the the jar of balls that's that's what I would take. That's that's how you distill this movie. That's that's the most important element of it. I'll say it's when they had Action Jackson chained up with his shirt off and just flexing the whole time. He did look. He was. Ripped. I mean, he was tore up. He he looked fantastic. You and can't they, take that away from Action Jackson. And he was very. And that that's another thing is that in Stone Cold, there was a lot of that kind of stuff too. Although Carl Weathers looked, he's out ripped. Brian Bosworth. Yeah. He spends more time actively not getting laid than fighting crime in this movie. Did y'all hear, remember the uh, Predators callback? Which one? Well, because when he meets the hotel guy, he goes, you son of a bitch. And that's how him and Schwarzenegger greet each other in that's Predator. Right, yeah. And then they do that flex. The that fucking loves. arm flex, yeah. And then there's a Mr. T joke in this movie, too, which is obviously because he gets murdered by Mr. T. 
in Rocky Three. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, zoom yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. absolutely gets murdered. So, I mean, super zoom. I thought he got murdered by uh, yeah, murdered what's by his Drago. name? Yeah, he got murdered but by. He Drago. got murdered by Mr. T in Predator, Mr. Extra T. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Thanks for playing along. Is that what you're? No, no. Um, they they did have a they do have a, a kind of a, a vanity bust of Mr. T joke, and then continues it to an A team joke. Yeah, she said maybe she they'll let you on the A team. She doubles down on it. Yeah, is it is it vanity that says that one? Mm-hmm. They get they give her a lot of lines in this. Yeah, I I suspect they probably thought she had you know big career ahead of her. And two songs, two songs. Paul Arizona. Yeah, she's from there. Um, Bill Duke, by the way, had a character like that in Deep Cover who was super annoying that did way too much talking. Yeah. A little parallel there. She looked a lot like Vanity, actually, the girl. Remember that? The girl who's a junkie in Deep Cover? I, I like Deep Cover, but I don't Great remember movie. it too well. Yeah, yeah well, there's a, there's a junkie girl who tries to sell her child to uh, Lawrence Fishburne mm-hmm. at the time, Larry, and uh, she talks incessantly Zoom like in. Vanity. Yeah. Uh, that's that's Fishburne and, and Goldblum yeah. together. Yeah. Oh yeah, a great movie. It's a very strange movie, right? No. Who gets thrown out of a car at some point? That's what uh, I remember from Felix it. the Rat. Felix the Rat. Jeff Goldblum shoots him, and he says, uh, "Yeah, we'll have shrimp. We'll have barbecue jumbo shrimp." You motherfucker! You don't remember the way Jeff Goldblum? The worst delivery of motherfucker in film history. It sounds so bad coming out of his mouth. Is it good, though? It's a great movie, and he's funny in it, but not that scene. And he's the bad guy? He's a bad guy. Yeah. Well, he's a guy that gets corrupted. Yeah, yeah. Do they go deep undercover in that movie? They super deep. That movie's a blast. Fishburne, That's Fishburne. a black exploitation movie done right. It's got the homeless wipe, too. Who? <laughs> There's a moment in this movie where they're going to frame Action Jackson, yeah. and the villain right. whispers into his ear, you all look alike anyway. Craig T. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Craig T is obviously racist. Yeah. In this. And in real life. Zoom in. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if I were to distill this to one scene, it I would mean, be you can't lie. This is the the ball of the, the ball of jars. The jar of balls, right? Well we, we each have our be, own. You have to have mine too. We have to share this one. No. Can, can we share it? How about the scene where? Because this, if 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 it's not going to be the other one, I think it's the one where they they get that union official up in the tower to try to ambush him, Action Jackson. <laughs> he rides, and he fucking rides a chain down like from the top. That's of how it. he makes his introduction to this guy in a serious meeting. He rides a chain down to him, and the guy's looking up with his like, I can't see you because it's so bright up yeah. there. It's like, what the fuck kind the of person makes this shit? Yeah, it's like a very dramatic entrance. Well, you said in the moment, Justin was like, "This is the world's dumbest guy." Like he, how did he not see this? Well, that, yeah, Vanity <laughs> tricks him into a meeting with Action Jackson, and then she basically, this guy doesn't know who she is. He, she takes him on a long car ride to, like, an empty field. Like some field, docks, Like yeah. an empty, yeah, like a, a, I guess, what a what is that, like a power plant? I don't know what the hell it is. Like it a was, factory. Yeah, some abandoned warehouse. And then she, he's traveling up the stairs with her. She go, He goes to the room with her, and then he gets a, a quasi-ambushed by Action Jackson. And it's not a violent ambush. He just 
He just ropes down from yeah. the ceiling. Yeah, there's, there's a the scene they cut out, out with like another informant feet, yeah. where they meet at the McDonald's playground and he comes down the slide to meet the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so much better. But the best part about that scene is I was making fun of it because I was like, why would this guy go all the way out there? Right. But I then was, they get the tables turned on them. <laughs> they get ambushed. They get ambushed. <laughs> I, think he, I think vanity's all he needed. He's like, this, I'll go anywhere with her. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. And the the best part is the ambush included a helicopter with a sniper in it. So I mean, ridiculous, it was completely. But what the guy said to her, the van, he's like, "Why do we come out all the way out here? Why don't we go to his house? Why don't we go to basically the back yeah? Why don't we house? just go see and the she guy?" She goes, "She's like, he probably he probably didn't want you stinking up his house." She says it to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some guy. She's roasting that guy in the car too. She's like a Who's car roaster, stinking up his house. She does say something like that. She does. Yeah, she's like. When she gets in a car, she is straight up ripping she, she guys, gets feisty. roasting them. Yeah, she turns into uh, taxi cab confessions or something. Turns into what's that? What's the guy that's known for roasting Jeff? Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross. Regular Jeff Ross. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, so if I were to still it to one one moment, yeah, it'd be the bar, the balls in the jar. It would not. Let's move on. Okay. Let's zoom on. All right. What is it? Break my heart. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think it might be it might be uh, him and Craig T squaring off at the end. Classic confrontation. Fucking, I totally forgot about Action Jackson driving that car into the house yeah. and up the steps and into the master. Yeah, bedroom there's a shower. That Craig T opens the door into his bedroom <laughs> and there's a car coming down <laughs> the whipping, hallway, whipping around the corner. Yeah. It turns a corner in the house. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It's a wide hallway. It's a big. I think it looked like hallway. they either took a Fiero and doctored it. To look like a Testarossa or something like that. It's yeah. the actual comet that they developed strictly for the film. But yeah, when they have a, a fist fight at the end, it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Well, Craig T like gets him to to you know, like let's just drop the guns and let's fight. Unspoken fight. too. Yeah, like yeah. it's just uh, two men just deciding let's just he's, set these weapons. He's doing down. the yeah, uh, classic on. "Come at me, bring it in, come hand. at me, bro." Yeah. How'd that work out? It didn't go well. Craig, did, Craig, we get to see the life leave Craig T Nelson, and he sold it. How about when Robert Davi though, signed on? gets shot in the <laughs> chest by an assassin and then later they're like, we're calling it a suicide. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody shoots themselves in the chest. Well, they're like, well, I mean, suicide. I, I mean, how long would you stay alive if you were Robert Davi? I'd die by my own hand too. <laughs> but they, uh, but at the end, yeah, Craig T. Nelson gets shot and then slides down the wall in a, in a, I guess in a way to signal to the audience that he has just been shot. You know, it's, you know what's funny? the wall. He probably concussed himself for real. I well, bet if we could it. zoom you in know, on that, we'd He did the work. Speaking you of know? Robert Davi, you know, he's, you know what he does for a living now. Makes one? He's a Sinatra. He sings Sinatra songs. Mm-hmm. Like for he's real? He's like a crooner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Old Blue Eyes. Funny thing is, he looks more like the other Old Blue Eyes. Ben Grimm. <laughs> it's like Ben Grimm with Frank Sinatra's voice. Robert Davi's great, though. <laughs> is the thing you should follow as... him on Twitter and tell me how great you think he is. You fucking follow that guy on Twitter? Uh, you know your enemy. <laughs> you do. Yeah, he's a very um, he's a, outspoken he a Trump fan, I think. Uh, okay. Big Trump guy. Yeah. That's fine. Who looks like Ben Grimm. Yeah, like ben Grimm up. if he had picked the scabs a little bit more. <laughs> um, so... If uh, if you were to open up a theme restaurant or a, or an amusement park or a, yeah, what would your Action Jackson feature be? Sorry, say it again. 
your your Action Jackson restaurant or whatever. What my restaurant be? Um, it'd probably be a rib joint. It's <laughs> good. That's <laughs> good. Bad, yeah. You just go through staff like a motherfucker, though. <laughs> Keep shooting through the window. <laughs> shooting people in the chest. How about you, Justin? I mean, you know what the biggest you know they'll have every everybody from the film will have a, their own signature meal at your restaurant. Mm-hmm. You should really try the vanity plate. Mm-hmm. It's good. I like the I like the uh, idea of having a. And I think if you're gonna, you know, call this and if you're gonna make it a restaurant based on this film, you have to give the people what they want, and <laughs> it would be two meatballs and a <laughs> classic like. You know, in a like jar, a jar, yeah, and you know, just and that's. I think people. You, there's no explanation needed. That's, that's action clock, Jackson, yeah. Re, Jackson restaurant. You're eating meatballs. You know what I'm saying? With the side of, uh, you can maybe, I don't know, put Robert Davi's picture beside each, even though they were not really connected. Those weren't his balls. They weren't, but I like to think they were. Okay. The, yeah. Hmm. Uh. No, that doesn't really work, but I was going to make a joke about his uh, face, but that's not very nice. I'll leave it to you. <laughs> it seems to stop me. Um, and and I, I would have a um, – there would be this really industrial building that you walk into, and it's uh, hundreds of rooms filled with screenwriting classes. <laughs> <laughs> hundreds. <laughs> And then, uh, if you were interspo- in- if you were inserted into the action Jackson, what what character would you be, and where would you fit into the movie? Don't fuck this up. Hmm. Where would I fit into this movie? Yeah, that's a good question. I'd probably just stay on that b- yacht that exploded, so I could put myself <laughs> out of the misery. <laughs> yeah, I'd be. I'd be one of the invisible assassins. I'd have to think of my, my, my killer trick. Are you the yeah the switchblade guy or I can't? Well, I wouldn't be one of those launcher guys. guy. I, I, I'd, I'd yeah, add guy. Myself you on. have like a moth wrench. Yeah, I'd, I'd add myself on. It's, I'd, maybe it's I'd, not as as attractive as the butterfly knife, but it's still cool to watch you um, use it. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I'd have <laughs> maybe so. I'd have like a um, uh, like a like a Teddy Ruxpin. That would talk like a, and then it would blow up. So mm. I'd hand, that's what I would I'd hand. I hand like a toy to somebody. It would blow up. That'd be kind of a cool assassin. How about the? How about the woman who, um, like, because in this universe, what's his name's wife was found murdered like less than a day ago, and she, this woman at the party, Craig goes T. up to Craig Sharon T. Nelson Stone. and goes, "I've been scandalized. There was no one there to park my car." <laughs> that's embarrassing. Well, that would hand her a. A blow up a toy and she would blow up <laughs> okay and then i would disappear perfect that yeah, wasn't great this movie Nick. no it wasn't that's what about what's, you what I, I would um oh man i'd be, you know what i would do i would be the guy that services that fucking parrot and that mannequin come over there and help help feed him yeah be his, so you'd be his you'd be his house his butler of sorts yeah, yeah go in there because he's never home Mm-mm. he's always out no. committing action I would be there making sure that whatever the mannequin's purpose was I'd make sure it was in service and, and I'd feed the damn parrot cause I that think we know what his purpose service was service the mannequin <laughs> sounds upsetting do you know the tagline to this film is I don't it's time for action hmm and then the action in quotes are you serious mm-hmm. 
I think so. I know how they have both beautiful women on the poster who he gets nothing. They got no chemistry. He's got some. He's going to have some relationship with uh, Vanity in the sequel. That's what they suggest. They suggest that they're going to have sex before Thanksgiving. <sighs> yeah. And they don't tell us when Thanksgiving is in the mo- in the world of the movie. Yeah, well, I don't like the fact that... Uh, Speaking of turkeys... He uh, didn't make any money. I think it, John said it made $20 million. On a budget of seven. That was a hit back in those days. It's time for action. On the poster, it says name, Jericho Jackson, nickname, action, home, Detroit, profession, cop, education, Harvard Law, hobby, fighting crime, weapon, you're looking at him. But it doesn't explain what M is. It says you're looking I at forgot him. he's Harvard educated in this. <laughs> he is. That's right. They dropped that early on. Yeah, he, he is. And if It'd be hard to tell. And yeah, there's not a thing he action. does in the movie ex- aside from have a, an intellectual conversation at a party with somebody. Where does he illustrate that he is intelligent in any way, shape, or form? He gets captured all the time. Constantly getting captured. Doesn't have any moves with the ladies. He equates love with junkies and teeth and shit. <laughs> oh, I, I did find that, you know, I know we're kind of all over the place in this one because we liked it so much, but like, um, Robert Davi is bringing, he is panicking that he's going to be killed. He is... Out of his mind. Out of his mind, frightened. Hasn't slept in his in apartment. Yeah. Leaves like the door open. Sweating. He leaves the door open twice. No, he, he gets to delivery the second time. But, yeah, but he didn't open the door. He, the door that guy, guy opened the door. The guy just opens the door. <laughs> and he's unlocked. standing there with a package. And he just walks over there. Look, and oh, like, and, oh and, yeah. and how and he looks so happy to be getting a package. <laughs> he's so <laughs> paranoid. Like, it's COD. And then he shoots him in the gut. Mm-hmm. Oh. I guess the cash being your, your death. It wasn't clear still on Davi, that's for sure. Jesus. Oh, another thing. I mean, this is you could just delete all this stuff, but like, why would you not? The there's movie a you scene. Just delete it from the, the editing room of Action Jackson. <laughs> so they, they, uh, there's a that murder. There's a murder in an apartment. I can't remember what exactly, but they, they, they're, they, they, this cop goes in the there, and and he's like, where, where's the body? And they're like, it's in the bedroom. He goes. Where's the bedroom? There's like two, there's like three rooms. <laughs> yeah. And that's where all the cops are in the room. Yeah. Still yeah. demands to know. And then he's like, what part of the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be such a better movie. Uh, but what what part? I'm thinking, I heard that, but what is that? What is that? Who is murdered in the house? Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone, that's yeah. right. They, it's they actually re- Jackson's house. Yeah, they relocated that's the body. Right. You know, hours later, but mm-hmm. the police, you know, it's naked in that scene. That's right. That's right. That <sighs> was for no reason. Really, gr- really grimy. There's so much. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. Did you ever spank it to this film? I did not. So you're asking? <laughs> oh, let's retitle it. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't retitle this. Action Jackson's perfect, actually. Yeah, no. it's, it's too good. Go ahead. No, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that I think that you can't really. They get called Jericho Jackson or something. Called the ball jar. Yeah, never two, mind. There two, you go. Two plath. That's perfect. That's the ball jar. That's perfect. That's, that's what it should be. Is <laughs> <laughs> it two plath? Oliver Plath. Dead. Um. Yeah, I mean, Action Jackson. I mean, 
Now I know why she stuck her head in the oven. Is that how she died? Yeah. Who's that? Sylvia, Sylvia Plath. Plath, yeah. Uh-huh. Stuck her head in an oven? Yeah, because she knew this movie was coming. <laughs> Is it when they do that, it's just they're sucking the, the gas? I don't know how that works when you put Zoom your head in. in an oven. Zooming in on uh, Did, oven deaths, but I think maybe. I mean, I'm just there's thinking there's a, quite a few better ways to commit suicide. cooking herself. Yeah, certainly not. That wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You're, you just, yeah, your body would reject that. Kind of a good poet, by the way. People always rip her, but I kind of like some of her. Let's zoom in. We're still talking about her. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually a mistype in the historical documents. Mm-hmm. She was killed by witches. Yeah? Yeah. In the coven? Yeah. yeah. Stuck her head in a coven. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, what a way to go. On purpose? Yeah. Or is that a mistake? That would be... Who played Sylvia Plath in a movie? No, this is where I should have said Oliver Plath. <laughs> That's where I should have used that. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a movie about Ted Hughes, who was her husband and her, maybe. So that in that movie, and Ted Hughes wrote The Iron Giant. I think is that right? Am I getting no. this right? <laughs> there's no? no way he was married to her. Ted Hughes, yeah. yeah. Iron Giant's a book. Yeah, I mean, but it's. I know it's a book. It's, it's also they've turned it into a film. I just what I'm saying. You, yeah. you, but the, it, I think it's him. Oh my god! I might be wrong. I thought she was way longer before then. Well, um, I mean, ovens. Existed. They are. They're both old. He stuck his head in the fridge, but he's all right. <laughs> There's a fridge in this movie. Remember, Action Jackson got mad when it opened. I don't remember that. Vanity opened, and he was trying to keep the lights off in her place. Oh my god. Hmm. I, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Do you guys like it? Hmm. I mean, there was some funny moments, um, but it I was liked it. pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty awful well, movie. You, and you were casting such a sour cloud that th- there was no way to get some light in there. I was? Oh, yeah. You How? Just, you were just a beacon of negativity. You were hating it. You, know, you were just sending so many bad vibes. I didn't pick up on that. You're like, yeah, you were shitting all over the place. Just wow. completely... Just as usual, raconteur of, of uh, negativity and sadness. Oh, yeah, that's just my life. Yeah.